Yes, guys, you're welcome to yet another beautiful episode of the Let's Talk Life podcast with Diola. This is where I get to share my random thoughts in life. And of course, this is where I get to give you a few suggestions on different ramifications of life. And well, today is Friday the 19th of June 2020, and it's the 25th Friday of the year. I think one or two more Fridays and the first half of the year will be called us. And then we'll be preparing for the second half again. And then we'll be preparing for the end of the year. And then we'll be preparing for a new year. And then we'll be preparing for whatever it is. <laughs> but guys, you're welcome. It's Let's Talk Life. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a first time listener, yay! This is my super club for you. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you do tune in um, subsequently on the show. And definitely, you have 20 previous episodes awaiting you. Just go back and listen to all of them, one after the other. And I'm sure you would enjoy every bit of it. And if you're not a first-time listener, if you're a very regular listener, I know some of you, I won't mention names today again. Thank you so much for always tuning in. You guys are the real Gs. Thank you. We super clap for you too. Yay! I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Alright, for um, a, a few weeks now, we've been discussing relationship issues, basically, and we've had about 10 episodes on relationship issues, and if you ask me, that's really crazy. At some point, I feel like, should I just turn the podcast into a relationship podcast? But no, we are not going to do that. Yes, we're not going to do that. Okay, no, we are not going to do that. Whatever, we're not just going to do that. And basically, this is a live podcast. We decided to pick relationship and marital series first, and we'll continue with that. I'm really enjoying this series, and as as the day goes by, I feel like okay, we should have just one more episode to go. Okay, we should have just one more episode to go. But as we just keep continuing, I feel like hey, there's still this you haven't talked about. There's still this you haven't talked about, and it keeps your face showing, showing, um, showcasing that way and. I don't know when we are going to end this anyways, but I'm assuring you we'll end this soon so that we can face other facets of life. Huh? Face other facets. Okay, so we can face other ramifications of life. Still saying the same thing. So basically, that's what we've been doing on the podcast lately. And I'm really apologizing for posting a podcast late today. Seriously, I am hungry. We've had very severe power outage at my end here, and it's so frustrating. I mean, how do we not have lights or electricity or power supply, whatever English it is that you could call it? I would not have it for the past 36. Yeah, around 36 hours now, we've not had light. It is really appalling. And I was just waiting patiently. Let these guys bring the light so I can record. Let them bring the light so I can record. But they didn't bring the light. And I'm just recording now. That's how we had to put it on the generator. My candid apologies, guys. I hope that this does not repeat itself again. You know I'm loyal to the to your course. I'm loyal to you listening to the best that you deserve. All right, today on the show, we'll be talking religion and romance. And this podcast is rated PG, Parental Guidance. If you're with your children or your younger ones who are listening to this, uh, I think you should just put them to bed and make them sleep. Or you just plug in your earphone and listen to it privately. <laughs> yes, we're talking religion and romance today. You know, I did see a Monzai movie, I think um, some seven, eight months back. 
the childhood was gaming. I'm sure you've seen the movie before too. <laughs> Sorry for laughing that hard. <laughs> and you remember when Bro John was about proposing to Sister Gwen? And basically, he said, You, I want to marry. <laughs> as unrealistic as that sounded, or as that still sounds, still dates, well, would you permit me to bust your bubbles that? It's not just because it's in a movie that it happened that way. Even in real life, in our everyday life, there are so many guys that are that way. There's so many relationships that are um, quite less of being intimate and having the expressions of love the exact way that they should be. So many persons woke up to ladies and said, the Lord showed me that you are the man that I want to marry. Bros. Hold it there. Like the Lord showed you that, okay, I'm not a lady now, so I can't say I am. <laughs> that she's the one that you have to marry does not mean that there should be no spice or that there should be no essential ingredients things in your proposal, in your relationship, and so on and so forth. Basically, you see, there's, there, there's no um, or little physical touch in the relationship. Absence of pet names, you begin to call him Brother Mike. <laughs> Sorry, I had to use the name. <laughs> you begin to call him Brother Mike. You begin to call her um, sister, sister Gloria. And then you use the, if you're Yorubas, you use the air word for them. Ah, sister Gloria, sister Gloria, even at that, there's no flaunting of your partner. There's no openness in the relationship at all. All because you're spiritually inclined persons. Now, I'm not just talking about this um, based on the Christian religion. I'm talking of this based on all religions, basically. Does religion actually permit romance and enough emotional display in a relationship you know sometimes you get some very stringent rules and regulations that um most religions abide by you hear them say things like you can't go to see your fiance alone you can't go to see the person you're dating at at a particular time of the day you have to go with a, an intermediary or you have to send an intermediary like an alarm you know i think that's what Yoruba calls it and you have to send the person Okay, please help me go meet my fiance. Tell her this. I want to send the person to come and meet you and all of that. I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's not good enough. Yes, it's not good enough. So, no, no, no public display. Okay, like I said earlier, and of course, you cannot get to do a few things for the guy. You cannot get to cook for the guy. Now, I'm not stating out that. You have to cook for the guy that you want to get married to before you get married to him. But just a little spice, like, let me show him what's a, what is about to get, what is missing, what is missing out on by not putting those rings on my fingers. And then you're making one very bad edikaiko soup, or one very bad afang soup. <laughs> I feel like I'm gossiping at the moment, but nonetheless, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and then you, you, you just... Um, do it for him and then he, he, he enjoys every bit of it just not essentially because you have to do it but just as part of being a spice in the relationship of course no sex to when it comes to religious and relationships now i don't have any issue with that that's that's 
and a decision that you can choose to make if you want to stay celibate or not. I know people who are not spiritually inclined and still decide that, okay, I just want to be celebrating my wedding night. That's not a problem at all. But then, beyond courtship too, it also appears like in some marriages, you wonder if, how did this man get to ask this woman out? Because the way they appear so holy, the way they appear so uh, untouched, like you wonder what they do or how they do what they do on that sheets. Like, good heavens, I just cannot describe the feeling, but I'm sure you know the feeling. And you're asking yourself, must they call themselves daddy and mommy? Daddy Risika, mommy Risika. Must they call themselves those very awkward and strange names and all that? Must they always look so sad and unhappy in public because they are religious people? Can they get to torch themselves in public? Can they get to kiss themselves in public or hold themselves in public? I don't know, but really, 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 the question is now arising. Do you think that religion sets an extreme boundary to romance and love expressions in a relationship and marriages? So we, we got to ask this question during the week. And of course, as usual, we got so many responses, responses that will make you laugh. So we went ahead to ask people this question. Does religion really set extreme boundaries to romance and love expressions in relationship and in marriages? And if there are funny examples you want to share with us, we are available to listen to them. So I was able to gather a few responses I'll be sharing with you today. Yes, 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 yes. And the responses are really long responses. I think people are angry. Like, <laughs> it sounded like people were just pouring out their heart. Like, would you stop this rubbish? Let us do things the way it should be done. But nonetheless, listen to them. I think I have quite a few here. Um, okay, let me take this one first. This one says, um, I feel like some things aren't discussed and these things matter. I had someone call her husband anointing oil. Good heavens, how would you call your husband anointing oil? What is it supposed to mean? What is it supposed to signify? <laughs> okay, my future wife, wherever you are listening to this, you'll be calling me mantle. Or auction or what else <laughs> special handkerchief <laughs> whatever but I think this is really at the extreme it says okay this person goes further to say that it's worse when religion preaches that sex before marriage is wrong and still many religious leaders still wed those that have had sex and even ladies who are obviously pregnant many times I don't know where they stand really People just get briefly entered on things on their wedding day or before they wed. They say sex is one of the most important things as couples when one gets married. But then, why is the topic shied away from? I feel there should be a certain level of bringing spirituality into romance. To me, it just limits the sweetness and flow. How can you be calling yours one anointing oil? It even sounds somehow and sad. That's they doing it for me, Bado. Yes, if you ask me, it sounds really sad, like anointing oil, whatever it is. But seriously, I think that some things are covered up and we should also work as much as possible to 
express these things let these things be said the way they are i don't know why um, religious leaders like to shy away from these things they, they think we don't know them hey we know them more. <laughs> i hope I, <laughs> i'm not putting myself into trouble now okay definitely but everybody knows them even a 10 year old boy you woke up to knows most of these things so why does this seem so sacred and so uh, unspeakable of you know let us get to start telling people these things the exact way they are so that um, they can get prepared for it and all of that. Let's not. Okay, so that, that's that. I think people should just, as much as possible, religiously, that should be telling us these things the exact way they are so that people can prepare for it. Hey, guess what, guys? Nepa just surprised us after over 36 hours. Well, it's their cup of tea. It's none of my business. I'm already doing what I want to do. Okay, let me read the next one. It says, um, no go mention my name. Oh. My new chick, where I did try. Oh. She says dressing sexy is like dressing indecently. Okay, I think this is yummy. I'm not saying she should dress seductively outside, but then she should be able to send me a random seductive pics. But I'm a no go green. How then would ladies be romantic if they can't dress seductively for their husbands? Little things count, you know. Really, so many things need to be checked, though. Our parents have made us so scared that we can't do some stuffs. Some funny stuffs to spice up your relationship should not be seen as indecent. Mio, I define girl with a bit work. <laughs> like, do some shit and just make my head spark. You can say my name out now, okay? I'm not scared again. Okay, that's the Yanu from Homestays. Yanu de Para. I, okay, uh, what would I say to this? I think um, both of you just have to come sit down and um, reach, reach a mutual agreement. Try to compromise a little bit. Of course, you can wear some things around the house just to spark you up. To charge you up once in a while and to make you feel like, yay, now I'm gonna get this property. <laughs> but of course, if she's not too confident with it, try to compromise, try to reduce a little bit. And of course, she also has to compromise to start to trying to become comfortable or convenient in some of these things as it should be. Okay, but aside that, I think um, you really did not touch the religious factor. But um, you are saying as, as Nigerians, maybe, that um, we have so many things in during our romantic behaviors in the house. That's not a problem. Thank you very much for your input, Yano. This next one says, my aunt calls her husband Newman. She explains that when you aren't married, you are a man. When you get married, you're a new man. You no longer think of one but two. Interesting. Hey, hey. I think this is very dicey, like new man. New man sounds okay, sounds quite romantic. New man. Does it sound romantic? I think it sounds quite spiritual, like a transformed man, a renewed man. Whatever it is, okay, that that is quite, quite hilarious. So new man, like really? I hope the children does not start to call daddy new man too. Mommy brother, new man is calling me new. Okay, let me try to rush it up. I don't want a very long, long podcast today. Some 25 minutes maximally. 
will be out of here. Okay, this next one says, I think true love goes beyond the passion of romance and even finding a partner for the sake of being married because love requires you to reveal your true self to one another. True self. Hi. I think some people do not want their partner's true selves to be revealed. They just want so much pretense and so much perfection. And there's no perfection in a relationship. Like I said last week, you have to work things out and not just opting for a breakup at every slightest thing. Okay, that's by the way. Let me continue. She goes for that to say, um, and also finding true love can be difficult because what makes love so hard and sometimes painful is a vulnerability that always seems to accompany needs. Then she says, um, Jesus is the true love that you could get. All right, very true. So I don't think religion sets an extreme boundary on the flow of romance and love in marriages and courtship. I hope I'm not religious. That's title from Lagos. Thank you very much. You are not being too religious. And uh, well, in your own opinion, religion doesn't set boundaries on the flow of romance and, and love in marriages and courtship. Okay, okay, okay. That's very true. You know, to an extent, that's very true. Sometimes these persons, it's not religion causing the boundary, especially the married ones. It's just one still mindset. Just one very archaic and terrible mindset that they have and they would not let go of that's just the basic problem not religion in itself i think i think so okay so thank you for trying to balance that this next one says oh i'm not going to mention the name of the denomination you put in here but um she says um to mention the denomination and says they will be calling themselves sister and brother the sister or the brother could get escorts if they want to see each other very very true i think i mentioned this earlier i think to a very large extent okay i i think I'm, i've been saying i think too much in, in today's episode <laughs> so to a very large extent it is very it breaks openness it it, it does not permit openness in, in a relationship I know that what you caught, you can never know your partner enough. Like, you can never say, um, you know, everything about him or are totally. Even in marriage, even after 40, 50 years, you still do not know everything about your partner totally. But I, okay, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but kind of, all of these boundaries does not permit openness. You don't even know the person at all. When you can't meet each other privately, you can't talk to each other privately. You have to meet each other. You meet each other in a stadium or <laughs> somewhere extremely open where you greet us. Oh, Sister Gloria, how are you today? Very fine, brother. My, ah, my apologies to families. I'm sorry for using that over and again. But I love you guys, honestly. I love the families kindly. But all of that gets to... Uh, it get to the bar how open you are and how much you know your partner before you get into marriage you then get into marriage and you're surprised that your partner is doing this your partner is doing that and you're like ah, but you're a christian and you're like oh did you get to meet me at all before we got married so i think this is okay i just said i think again my apologies <laughs> this is very bad and we have to work on it next one you say is um being in a relationship should not make us corrupt and disobey god Bam. fine but notwithstanding there is a place of expression of love the place of hugging cuddling kissing but not the extreme <clears throat> okay now 
In my opinion, though, because I don't think um, religion will ever support this, the religious heads know of these things, but they are just trying to call we younger ones. Because if we are given an inch, we'll take a yard. Hey, confirm. For married couples, some of these guys can be very funny. You see some of them refer, uh, prefer calling themselves study bookie and vice versa. Why some will call themselves by name. I've been in a Sunday school class where a man said he didn't see anything wrong in, in this. And then his wife rose to fight his idea. As married couples, she should be able to hug kids anytime and anywhere. Even where they want, when they want to copulate, what's wrong in foreplay? Tickling one another, making your partner feel in the mood. Shit. Romance is sweet, same as making love. You can you can't do it while you're single. Why can't you enjoy it to the fullest when you're married? Some people even call it spiritual jungle. You're doing well, bro. <laughs> okay. And that's okay, that's Tiola from AKT. Thank you very much for your input, Tiola. You know, all of these things like I've said earlier, I just uh, some unnecessary things, which I think is the mindset, not really um the religion in itself. The religion does not will not will not crucify you for communicating for a very long time with your partner to be. The religion will not um, crucify you for seeing your partner. Seeing your partner. They have better open places to see your partner than a stadium or down on the football field. To see your partner as an entry, even see your partner in the house. For crying out loud, you. <laughs> I saw a movie lately. I'm not going to mention the movie. And the sister came into the house of the brother. And the brother first closed the door, but he went back in here and opened the door like. We threw out the sister stay in the house. The door was totally open. Like, hey, my look over me. If anything, anything should go out. <laughs> but seriously, all of these things are, are mindsets that you choose to run away from it, that you choose to hide it, does not mean that you are clean, or does not mean that. In in most cases, it even means that you you are not sure of how well you can control your flesh and how well you can control. Um, your emotions and your desires at the moment. Yes, it means that sometimes. Because all of the extreme boundaries that we set could just be so appalling and you're wondering, does it mean that this guy is saying and once the sister comes with us like this, it's going to fall. It's not going to have any urge to control himself. So sometimes we just have to watch it. Watch it. So while we set the boundaries, we have to watch the boundaries that we set. And the same way, the Holy Book tells us to flee from all appearances of evil. Now, not evil itself, but appearance. It's looking like evil. And you have to run. Run for your life. Run. So basically, whatever it is, whatever it is, um, just make sure that your relationship is not at the detriment of all of these boundaries. Make sure that you're satisfying yourselves with enough communication, with enough passion, with enough expressions of love. And if you ask me, in my opinion, 
a little spice of romance just a little spice of romance something that you can control and that you can cob and as married couples please stop that nonsense what is anointing oil <laughs> in fact it sounds really out of this world what's anointing oil we'll do that again eh? get to start making marriage feel um sweet for those of us who haven't gotten married yet so that when we see you guys and the way you express yourself and all of that in public we're like oh gosh when when will mine be <laughs> okay that's it guys once again thank you very much for listening it was an amazing episode today where we discussed religion and romance trying to see how well religion sets boundaries to romance and love expressions in a relationship and marriage and well after so many contributions and opinions we concluded that sometimes it's not just religion it's a mindset that we have and a very still and a cake mindset at that and we have to brush up so that we can enjoy the best of our relationship and our marriages while we still try to keep ourselves clean that for the cases of those being in relationship thank you for listening my name is diola and this is let's talk life podcast where i share my random thoughts in life and of course try to touch different ramifications of life give suggestions contributions and of course my opinions yes last week guys very briefly i told you that my book was going to be out and yes it is out now my book is on tell.africa bookstore and amazon bookstore it's a book on adolescence which is titled growing up bathing adolescence struggles an amazing piece you may want to check out if you ask me so if you want to check it out check it out on all of those on those bookstores i mentioned now if you don't want to go through the stress, you could contact me 0810-258-7042 and it's Adikala underscore Adiola on Twitter. It's Adikala Adiola15 on, sorry, Adikala underscore Adiola on Instagram, Adikala Adiola15 on Twitter and Adikala Adiola on Facebook. Also, we are making progress with our um, adolescent targets. We are planning to um motivate and speak with a thousand adolescents very soon once school resumes we'll be going on a school tour distributing hard copies of my book for free at that particular um in that particular event and after providing online mentoring sessions for these guys they can start doing amazingly well as teenagers and adolescents they don't need to go through all of the stress before they learn some basic things about life we can make life quite easy on the adolescent journey for them so if you want to be a part of it do contact me on all of the um contact platforms that i had stated above and we will talk business thank you very much we would be back next week and yes we're still continuing the relationship series next week Next week, I hope I don't say the word yes. I hope I don't say the word I think and which other word? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and some other words, I hope I don't use them too frequently as I've used them today. Nonetheless, thank you so much for listening. Guys, I love you dearly and do have an amazing time. It's weekend. Enjoy.